Hi guys, my name is Frederick Kiyomiya. I'm the best-selling author of How to Be Confident. Today I'm joined by Archie Katama Atkinson, founder of La Clava Lifestyle. Archie, welcome to the room. Thank you, thank you. Pleasure. Yeah. So, um, tell us a bit more about how you... The, you know, the idea for your clothing brand, La Clava Lifestyle. Um, as I understand it, the name La Clava is derived from Balaclava, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for those who are unfamiliar, Balaclava is, you know, that, um, I guess it's a face, like a ski mask, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ski mask. Yeah. That um, works. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think... Uh, over lockdown, um, so over in the UK, I'm sure as, as you guys had in Uganda and, and over most of the world, um, as COVID was coming over, everyone had lockdown. So I just kind of, I had a university as well. So I was just trying to understand my creative self more. Um, end up doing a few paintings and just trying to be more artistic in general. There, I just thought some stuff I'd I'd want on a t-shirt or on clothes. Um, so that, that's, that's really first the idea, first start coming pretty much to make a clothing line. Um, the clava, I was looking at trying to, we want something that, that's catchy, but it sounds neat. And then I think uh, one, of my, one of my first designs was a balaclava. So it was more to represent um, like the demonization and criminalization that's automatically placed on people of colour, especially in the Western world. Um, and then the derivative of Balaclava, yeah, it's got to the Clava. And that's the name of the idea first started from. Cool, cool stuff. Um, you mentioned just now that, you know, it came from, or well, one of the inspirations really was the, you mentioned how, you know, people of colour were criminalised, um, in the Western world. And so, yeah. you know, while I, as I was going through your pictures, as, as I was going through your, um, you know, your journey, I, I noticed that that was a really big theme that was, um, you know, going through all your designs. You had a hoodie yeah, that... Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, you had a hoodie that had, um, I believe... It was something to do with mug shots or something. Yeah, it was a, a stop and search. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the story was. Um, I don't know. If you, don't, are you familiar with, with stop and search forms? I've read about them. Yeah, so I, I think it's uh, basically it was um, so in, in the UK. There's a big um, backlash against. Uh, so the police are allowed to do, to do random stop and searches um, without any necessarily um, explain why they're stopping you or suspect of any crime. They can just do random stop and searches in certain areas and at certain times. Um, so I was just walking home from the gym one day and I had my earphones in. I couldn't hear anything. And the next thing I know, the police have, have come up behind me I'm in handcuffs because they're, they're saying that I tried to evade the police. 
electronics earphones in, so I couldn't hear them telling me. Um, but yeah, so then after that, you get you get like a stop and search form where it lists their reasons for stopping you. And that's where the idea came from, where I just thought the reasons were I'm just about to basically say, uh, it's a black male in black clothing in an area of crime, which I thought it's just, it's just not just, seeing as most, or almost all black males in the area are wearing black clothing. Um, yeah, it's quite just about about, the, about it being wrong. And then I thought also the, the actual form looked cool. So I ended up amount of design as well as you saw okay okay that's um that must have been incredibly harrowing you know at the time and um i you know i just i just wanted to ask about you know this experience and you know this was kind of a really i guess a formative experience for you and you know do you agree with that I think I think not in in my overall um, personality or anything like that, but I think definitely in in my creative side and then what the brand ended up being. Yeah, definitely that 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 was that was kind of what drove me to have a reason for making the stuff I was making, or to yeah to put more passion behind it. Definitely. Okay, and so you managed to take something that was you know, a negative experience and, you know, use it as your creative inspiration to create a clothing line that people can feel, you know, really swaggy and comfortable in. And so yeah, yeah. my my next question to you would be how, what, what, what was the exact moment that kind of flipped the switch for you where you you looked at your experience and you said you know what I could create something you know create this brand that can empower people can make people feel good was it like a gradual realization or was it like a flip of the switch moment or was like you know did you, did you have yeah. like a light bulb moment yes I think this was this was all if you, if you put it in the context this was all after um, the Black Lives Matter process in America, so it's all leading on from that. So I was still very much in, in that mindset. And I'd already designed um, the first balaclava. So, what, so one of the art pieces basically is balaclava. Um, it's a, an image of a balaclava, but the image is made up of the word black. So again, symbolized as, 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 as what I was saying before, the connection of, of especially black youths. So and I already was in that context. And then to have that happen to me just, just reinforced that. Um, so I don't think it was, I think I came home, I reflected on it and then, yeah, when I was just kind of going over what, what it meant to me, how it had affected me, that's when I thought, yeah, let, let, let me, let me share this with other people. And then I think after that, um, when I posted on TikTok, I think a lot of people understood and, you know, had, had a shared experience or, or felt a similar way. That's what eventually uh, blew it up. People asking, "Where can I buy this, or or when would this be available?" So that's, that's what kind of gave me the passion to, to move forward. Okay, so people connected with your experiences and connected with um, connected with yeah, you know, being, think, yeah, yeah. 
I think that, I think there was a lot of anger um, at that time, and still is. Um, I think people just wanted wanted to be heard. And I think clothing, and I got a lot of messages from, from people saying, and it was it was an idea which I hadn't even realised, but activism shouldn't just be marching on the street. It shouldn't just be donating. It should be you know what you represent, what you wear. It, it, it can encompass all of that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I definitely, I I definitely agree that you know activism can take many different forms. Um, sometimes yeah. it's clothing. Sometimes it's organizing. Sometimes it's fundraising. Sometimes it's marching on the street. Yeah. Um, yeah. So exactly. that, yeah, I was just I was just gonna say I don't, I, so I don't think um, although that that's played a key part in a lot of my designs up to this point. I, I think the clothing brand is, is more just to represent, um, you know, something that needs to be heard. Any meaningful message, and that's just what I—that's just the environment I've been in the moment, or the mindset that I've been in recently. So it, um, it's not—it's not to say that the whole brand will be like that, but um, yeah, it'll all be—it'll all be something that I find meaningful. Okay. Okay. Um. So I want to pivot now and talk spe- and speak specifically about confidence, um, sure. especially relating to you know your career and the things that you've done over your career. Have you had struggles, you know, with confidence? Have you ever had moments where it's like, okay, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if this is for me. Maybe I've bit you know bitten off more than I can chew. You know, have you ever had moments where you've, you know, doubted yourself? Definitely, definitely. I think I think it's almost every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would I wouldn't say, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily a confident person. But I think I, I've built my confidence um, to a much higher level than, than it was. Say, I think as a probably going through like from thirteen to fifteen was my my least confident stage. I think it's a time where everyone's kind of learning who they are, trying to put themselves into a place in society, and that can lead to a lot, to a lot of questions. Um, so I think that's where the low confidence came from. But I think with age and experience, I think I think um, recently I don't know who it was that said it. I was either watching a podcast or, or reading a book on something. It said to build confidence, it's just about keeping promises to yourself. I really that really connected with me. It's just about when no one's watching, working. You know, when if if you just stick to what you want to do, and you won't doubt yourself because you, you'll believe you have the strength to do anything. So you you know you had to. I'm guessing you had to push out. You push yourself outside your comfort zone. Um, you know, do things that were uncomfortable, perhaps. You know, at first, and then. When you, when you're in it, it's like okay, yeah, it's not so bad. Was that your experience? Yeah, definitely. I think um, the more you, you, you it's, it's obviously hard to take that first step to push out on something, something different. Could be, yeah, I don't know, um, trying to make a, a new friend. But yeah, once you take that first step, then immediately your confidence gets a little spike, and then you realise, oh, okay, yeah, but as you said, it's not so bad. Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can speak in front of a few people. Maybe as you're doing now, you can you can host a conversation 
you know, and then you just keep etching out further and further and, and building on that. Yeah, I um, yeah, I uh, I agree with the etching further and further and um, out. Um, yeah, I you know I think you just have to keep pushing yourself. Um, yeah, like so do you, yeah. Sorry to cut you off. So do you think you you always have this confidence, or, or how how do you find you you build that self? Oh oh yeah, I definitely had to push myself. Um, I definitely had to. You know, I, 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 I always, even now, you know, I still make a lot of mistakes and still have missteps and um, things kind of going sideways. <laughs> but I think you just kind of have to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Um, there's this quote that says, ships are not, ships are safest at the harbor, but that's not what, that's not what they were made for. So... Yeah. Yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah. But, um, so, so do you subscribe to the mentality where it's like, because, you know, you always see people say, oh, you know, make your bed in the morning, uh, tidy your room, and that, that's the start of building your confidence. Like, do you agree with that sort of stuff? Personally, no. Because um, okay. if you look at my bed right now, it's actually a mess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm the same here. I'm the same here. <laughs> Um, you know, I just, I, I, I did some cleaning today, but for me necessarily, I mean, yes, having a clean space, um, you know, does wonders for your mental state, but I'm not very strict with it where it's like, okay, I have to wake up, um, you know, have like a morning routine where I do like 10 different things. Um, yeah. I, I don't necessarily subscribe to that, but I do think you know, having a basic routine where, okay, you wake up, you shower, you, you know, get your clothes, put your clothes on, um, you know, have your breakfast, and then, you know, maybe at the end of the, at the end of the day, when you come home, you can clean up and do all of that, but I don't believe in yeah, necessarily, correct. yeah. Yeah, I think, I think for me, where, where I've never understood that until literally, I think it was like a few weeks ago, where I suddenly started saying, okay. As I was saying, I think it's the, it's the promises to yourself. So it might not necessarily be the clean room or or something as conventional as that. But if, if you've made, if you have a thought to yourself, oh, I want to do this thing, doesn't matter how small it is, and then you stick to it, just like etching yourself in difficult situations. If you just keep adding one extra promise per day, and suddenly you, you're confident to do so much more because when when you've got experience, feel like you gain confidence. Yeah, yeah, I agree with um, experience. Um, yeah, experience can be a very funny teacher. Um, I don't know if it's yeah. the best teacher because some experiences where can leave you just like, okay, I'm never doing that again, ever, ever again. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think, yeah, the more you get to experience things, the more your perspective maybe on certain things changes or becomes more nuanced I think yeah so you know you know you said certain experiences you'll do them mm. and then it's, it's it's I'm assuming not being a great experience and then you're left with that overwhelming feeling you never want to do it again some people can call it fear but do you so do you, just, do you still think that you should push past that and try again or you think something you can just leave now 
Well, I think that, um, I think it depends on the experience. I think there's certain experiences that, okay, let me put it, let me put it this way. I think there's certain, there's certain circumstances where there's nothing positive on the other side of it. Um, I'm not one of those people who believes that there's necessarily virtue in in suffering. I think, you know, I think suffering is just that. I think suffering is suffering. I think, you know, sometimes you find yourself in unfortunate situations. Um, And, you know, I think that's just life. But I think in finding yourself in an unfortunate situation, it's up to you to figure out, okay, how am I going to get out of the situation? How am I going to solve this problem? And I think that's where you end up picking up new skills, picking up new knowledge, picking up new strength, you know, in trying to get out of that situation that you don't like. Um, so, yeah, and I think in, in that circumstance where it's just like, okay, I have to... Because if you stay in that situation, you're not helping anything. So you actually have to work and push past that situation. I don't know if I'm making sense. Hello? Hello? Hi, can you guys hear me? Are walking in the desert. And you find a box of scorpions in the desert. And just beyond that box of scorpions. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're back, you're back. Yeah, this thing keeps yeah, cutting me off. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no problem. Okay. You're um, saying box of, box of scorpions? Yeah, box of scorpions. Um, beyond the box of scorpions, there's like a oasis or a lake or something. And for some, for whatever reason, the instructions on the box of scorpions say you have to stick your hand in this box and let the scorpion sting you in order to get to the oasis. But there's no fence around the oasis. There's you know, there's nothing stopping you from the oasis. So in that situation. You know, it, it doesn't really make sense to stick your hand in the box when there's nothing there's, you know, there's nothing good that's going to come out of it. You're going to get stung. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're probably going to no, die. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, yeah, maybe not that situation. Yeah. But I think if we're relating it to, to most more normal life situations, in that box of scorpions, there might be the you stick your hand in and all the scorpions are painless and then you developed the skill of courage from that or it will just be some something else that you might have get got from that experience mm. i get that some experience yeah it might may give you nothing but um i think in in general in life most things you you, you should try once i think yeah yeah definitely that was a bit of a dramatic example, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I got the point. I got the point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, 
yeah, I think, you know, try things once. Um, and I think, you know, after trying at least once, you know, take a moment and say, okay, is this worth trying again? Um, you know, is this worth me putting in the time and effort and energy, you know, to keep going? Um, because yeah. the unfortunate, an unfortunate truth I've come to realize is that sometimes, you know, you can work super hard and you can really put in like so much work into something and nothing happens. You know, and that's that's a very real thing that I think it's not really talked about enough. You know, everything's always like work hard and you'll be successful and every, you know, um, no pain, no gain, and oh, you have to do you know these five million different things in the morning. Um, and yeah, you know, you can do all that, and the people who you know success requires a lot of hard work, but there there are a lot of people who you know, did, they put in the work and they really, you know, made a lot of sacrifices and nothing came of it. Yeah, and it's, it's that sad thing where you're more likely than not to never hear about their experiences because they never did make it. Yeah. You only ever hear about the guys that said, yeah, I did all this, I was grinding from 5am to 12 every single day yeah. and look where I am now. But yeah, you'll never hear about the guy that didn't make it. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, th I think we need more of those stories as well, because, um, you know, I think especially like when you're very, very, when you're like 15, 16 and you're like, you want to get out there and be an entrepreneur and like, you want to be a billionaire by the time you're 24. And you know, that's, <laughs> you know, that, that's all well and good. But, you know, I think a lot of these, you know, a lot of these success stories, and this is not to knock any, you know, to bash anyone or whatever, but yeah, a lot of these success stories are not the norm. And, you know, because they're not the norm, that's why they're in the news. And so because, you know, you keep seeing these, you know, really big success stories of like billion dollar companies by the time you're 24, you know, you think it's normal. And, yeah. you know, if you don't make it, like, by 24, you're just like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? You know, this, that, and the third. Um, you know, I you know, I must be, like, a horrible human being, you know. You really start to, like, get down on yourself when really, you know. Yeah. It's just life. Like, you just, you know, you tried something. It didn't work out. You know, it's unfortunate, but... It just it is what it is. So yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. So say so say so in those situations where where you worked hard, um, you, you had a vision, you, you worked smart and hard, but just hasn't hasn't worked out in the end. And what is the solution going forward? Is it is it to just change something and, and give it give something else the same passion, hard work, and hope that one comes to fruition? Or, or how how does how does someone recuperate and you know get that get that drive back on some things? Maybe your self, your confidence does get a little bit knocked by that. Um, yeah, I it it definitely, um, I def it definitely knocks the confidence because um, I had like a experience like that where I had a startup 
and it was called the yeah. the creativity school and that you know that didn't work out and yeah. so i was just there like okay um you know i'm kind of actually looking dumb <laughs> um yeah i can get to yeah you know it could just you just kind of like really question like okay i've you know done all these put in this work it's not worked out okay what's going on what's going on and you know it it does it does it's it's a bitter pill to swallow but i think when you you know and it's also okay to be sad about it you know i think um yeah take take that moment yeah you know take the moment be sad about it um if you need to cry into your pillow you know go ahead and do that um <laughs> <laughs> if you do what you need to do um and have a little moment and then you, you need to start figuring out like okay what's next okay i've cried i've cried my little tears um you know now it's time to see what's next and you know maybe like take a month or like a year or a break or something you know go do something completely different and then figure out what your next plan is. Um yeah. yeah. So, so, so say on the confidence side of things. Yeah. So you, you, you've had that you you've taken your time out. Yeah. At, so your your confidence taken a knock at, at how how do you recover the confidence after? Mm. What did you do to build the confidence back? Was it was it just time you needed? Or was there anything else you you think you, you did? It was time and reflection. I think when i when i reflected back i was like okay these are the mistakes that happened these are the mistakes that i made um cool and i think also it requires radical honesty i think you really have to be honest with yourself um and really say like okay this is what happened this is where i messed up i messed up at point a point b point c you know etc cool yeah. and you know take and really take ownership and accountability you know of those mistakes and then you know once you do that you're like okay since i messed up at these points what can i do better like you know for whatever else um and you know and take note of that and then once you you know, honestly, like, look at yourself and, and and are accountable with yourself, you start to realize, okay, cool. Um, that didn't go well, but you know what? I, I, I understand what I can do better next time. Or I've now learned, you know, what I can do better next time. Um, yeah, so I think yeah. that's, that's how I think you can build yourself back up. Yeah. I think... Um... Say for me coming out coming out of uni, and then looking for, you know, as as you're saying, when you're younger, you think life will, will go a certain way. Mm. So in my head, I'd always thought, okay, get through school, go to uni, and then after uni, you know, a job's waiting for you. Yeah. And you realise, oh, it doesn't quite work like that. Um, so I think I struggled of not finding a job that I wanted straight away. Um, and my confidence took a bit, a bit of a knock, just in that aspect. I think, mm. 
And yeah, it's only recently now just trying to build back up to that. So that, that's, that's how I was asking, how, how do you think you, you got past that? Yeah, I definitely think reflection um, is key. But I also think, yeah, just, just trying to get experience again. Mm. Definitely. There's always a good confidence builder. Definitely. So I see my friend Mabala in the room. Um, she's been awfully quiet this whole time. I don't know if she, <laughs> she would like to say something. 